0: Warning the following podcast contains graphic violence, coarse language, adult themes, and nudity, and other content that some listeners may find triggering. triggering.
1: Trigger me one, trigger me two, trigger me what you'd like to do, trigger me three, trigger me four, trigger me ten, I'll torture you, my friend. Trigger me Timber. Trigger me timbers, yeah. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me
0: timbers. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Trigger Me Timbers podcast. The show that brings you the latest in shocking, startling and otherwise triggering news. I'm Hubert and this week I'm joined as always with my good friend Phil. Phil, how are you going? Good as always too. (laughs) Good to hear it, good to hear it. And this week we are joined by our other good friend our um, high school colleague and uh, Wollongong hometown girl, Ellie. Ellie, how are you going?
1: Hi, I'm good. Good, thank you. Yes, um, I like a gong gal. Um, <laughs> gong that's, gal. That's, you know, that's me and that's been the way it's been for a while, hasn't it, boys? We've had a few years together, dare I say it.
2: It's coming up to time to call you Canberra gal.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I never thought I would be... In- Canberra so long, and now it's been—I mean, my fourth year. So it's no going back. Absolutely no going back at this point, and we're probably going to lock down soon anyway. So strap yourselves in. Good. That- <laughs>
0: <laughs> but is, despite being a Canberra girl now, you can never take the gong out of
2: the girl. I say the oh, gong out of the girl.
1: Absolutely not, and I think we all know you can't take the gong out of the boys either. I don't I
2: know. Think. I think I've had the gong take, the gong well taken <laughs> out of oh, me. Come on! <laughs> Been beat down by my proper girlfriend that I got to wear button-ups.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did less see you. In. I saw you in a pair of boat shoes the other day, and I was shocked and appalled. Yeah,
2: but I rocked them until they were ripping apart. That was the gong
1: yeah, in Yeah, yeah, that's the gong. That
2: is the Uh but yes, yes, I professionalized. I pronounce my T's. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> I'm a Canberran, now. <laughs> That's it. That's actually the marker oh, of yeah. a Canberran. <laughs> yeah.
0: Great. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well yeah, so I think we um you know, we've got we got some history, so I think like to think that we know we know each other pretty well. We I do. think there should be some high, high personalized trigger scores today, I think, but let's find out. Uh as a tradition, we let the guests decide in which place they'd like to go in the ordering, and Ellie's decided to kick us off.
1: Yeah, I've decided to go first because oh, no. I'm actually a bit nervous. Dare I say it? I've got some notes prepared.
2: Even after those six wines.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I guess I'm down to a few wines in preparation. Yeah, to I saw this. you just out qui- there. Just quietly, do not tell anyone. Um, but not not six. Two. I
2: did see you <laughs> out there in our lobby. <laughs> You're in our lobby slash dining room, <laughs> I, sipping wine. I'd say
1: two and a cocktail, which is fine. So yeah. Anyway, three to four standard drinks, absolutely fine. I think that's what you should do if you're doing a podcast. Um, but yes, I'm I'm going to go first. And um, what I've chosen to talk about and the article I've chosen is um, it's something that triggered me. Um. Quite badly over the over my week away. I just had a week off work. Actually, boys went down the, went down the south coast, not Batemans Bay. Casula, um, <laughs> Crossroads, Albion um, Park, McDonald's. <laughs> um, just down the coast. Just leave it leave it vague. Um, and I got the chance to watch some footy, which I don't often get the chance um, to do um although phil and i yeah we've been swanies fans so.
2: well i was go giants <laughs>
1: what you've wow that's the he is Quit. a camera boy <laughs> now it's actually the, happened
2: the orange is better <laughs> than the daggy red blood red's got to go
1: oh absolutely not um
2: look better in the. but yeah, so what i've
1: chosen and triggered me um and i'm thinking as you know we're all kindred spirits from the gong Um, me from the northern suburbs, you a bit deeper south, dare I say it, Um, but all the same, we're all from the gong, and I thought, as I was so triggered, that you guys might also be triggered, so should I just go, should I kick it off? Kick us off. Okay, kick it off. So, should I read out the title? Is that like a nice way? Yeah, go to title. I don't think it's like a reputable um, news source, so I won't... won't The bar
0: is very low on this (laughs) podcast, Daily Telly, welcome, (laughs) welcome to the (laughs) pod.
1: Absolutely not. I'm from Canberra. Um, so um, we've got Magpie Jordan degoey shouldn't be playing while facing indecent assault charge. So we oh, are going cancel culture. Go, yeah, we're going. We are going there okay. a little bit. Oh, no, good. I want to hear more. Um, yeah. So I'm um, just so I give a little synopsis. Is that the vibe? Okay. Cool. So um, I was watching the this game actually, and I saw this guy scoring all these goals. It was like I think it was Geelong and Collingwood. And, you know, a lot, you know, a bit of a hero thing. There's lots of cheering and stuff. And then um, afterwards, I was reading about how this Jordan Dugowie, this blonde, bleached blonde.
2: They're all bleached blonde. now. All- it's in. It's in. But one of the bleached blonde, yeah, yeah he's one, pretty good. He's one pretty of
1: good. Of the, Yeah, you know. Um, and he'd scored five goals or something. Like, yeah. he was the the star. And, um, yeah, so and I read that he'd actually, he's been charged with an um, indecent assault. Um, Off the field? Charge. Off the field Hardly. and...
2: Sorry, he's rough on the field yeah. too. So.
1: <laughs> anyway, um, and it was from 2015, but he's just been charged and he couldn't play the previous round because he'd actually had to go into the police station, which meant he wasn't COVID safe or whatever. So, you know, it's kind of all happening. Um, anyway, so he's been allowed to keep playing while he's been, um, you know, he's been charged. He's obviously not been found guilty or
2: yeah Yeah, he's been charged so it's legit
1: he's yeah well like well that's my thinking and I guess it was why I felt so true watching it and as I read more about it and I was reading this article about it I was like how does this work that this guy who's just been charged with indecent assault um is running around you know scoring goals and basically being um you know worshipped and celebrated by this by you know hordes of people and um and you know footy particularly afl in particularly victoria is such a huge you know like thousands of fans and whatever um so i kept I, i've been i went me and my little sister went we've got triggered you know we were like this is like can i swear no oh yeah
0: <laughs> no no censorship on this podcast <laughs> we
1: were like really fucked and we you know this is fucked and we were you know looking it up and we're like how is this how's this been i guess allowed allowed to kind of happen and um this article the title of which i read um uh it's it talked about how rugby league has introduced uh um no fault stand down rule so for players facing any serious criminal offenses so um if they've been charged with something like indecent assault they're going to be stood down until they go to trial um and um i think that you know there's a i was i was reading as i've gone deep on the footy um sexual assault internet vortex um, I was preparing for this podcast. I'm guessing it's a very
0: deep vortex. <laughs> it's fucked.
1: <barked. laughs> but um, there, I was reading that there's this St George player at the moment who's been charged um, with rape and um, it's been delayed. The trial's been so delayed that it's now been like a year where he can't make any income and like, not that I feel sorry for him, but then I guess it's like mm. this, there's a difference in the codes here and You know, it is innocent until proven guilty, so I guess the things are raised here.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, it is his job. He's only got a finite amount of time to play footy, like, you know, a 15-year career, if that.
1: Yeah. So I I guess that is a kind of an interesting um, element too, that the two codes that are most popular in Australia, there's kind of, like, a different attitude towards sexual assault and um, what we tolerate and, um, yeah, I guess what we, like, kind of let happen... Um, so, this kind of this argument in this article was about how it's time to come to the AFL to, to introduce the same kind of policy that, you know, if you're under investigation or if you've been charged, then you shouldn't be able to play. Um, and I think uh, this lady's argument was um, that it's not about saying they're guilty or innocent, but about recognizing that there is this culture that, you know, there's this sexual assault, deeply, entra- you know, there's a problem with the treatment of women in, term- in footy. Like it's been. Been going on for years, like, and I guess it was more maybe associated with league, um, you know, in terms of I think I think it was back in like oh nine or two thousand ten when like the Maddie Johns stuff and the Christchurch and all that kind of. Four- countless, countless yeah. examples. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the Canterbury backs down Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, totally, and like, um, yeah, I think I think there was that great four corners. I can't remember what it was called now, but on on that whole culture, and I think that was super interesting and raised a lot of the issues there. Um, but one thing I just kind of want to wrap up my synopsis. I don't know if I've gone on too much. No, no, yeah. I Good can job. actually chat forever, as <laughs> the boys know. <laughs> like That's just, why we invited you. On. <laughs> literally got the hook out. Um, but um, it was talking about how um, having a more diverse media and um, commentary box and things might kind of open up the dialogue a bit more on this kind of thing. Um and they specifically referenced um, you know, uh Bruce McAvaney, who, you know you yeah, know, he's um absolutely a dinosaur, I guess, at the Channel Seven commentary box. Um he um in that the Geelong match that I referenced where um Dugowie went and scored his um five goals and you know, off we go, everyone's cheering, etc. Um he described the fact that he missed the last game as a hiccup and that, you know, it's not a, really a hiccup, it's like he's been charged with, you know, sexual mm. assault and um, I guess condoning it in that way or talking about that in that way, I think reflects kind of an attitude perhaps that might exist in terms of like this hero worship of them and um, kind of getting away with that kind of stuff or maybe not taking the treatment of women um, and sexual assault seriously and, um, and um, I, the AFL have made no public, public comment on about why they've let Dugowie play, which also, I guess, leads to some confusion, like is what's kind of going on there. Um, and I guess what I kind of felt um, wrapping up um, in terms of like the Dugowie stuff, um, I guess for the person, the victim, um, you know, whether it gets guilty or innocent, watching that would be triggering dare I say it um and you know it's a bit of a mark of respect for the lived experience of so many women um that maybe that kind of policy would be put in place in the AFL code um so that's kind of my synopsis I don't know take it away boys what are you what are you, are you triggered
0: a hundred percent Phil I can see Phil's been taking some notes I so know I might, I might is let that Phil, usual Phil. Oh.
2: Yeah. we'd yeah. Like, to be, like to keep it a bit professional at times <laughs> yeah, so I, I just forget it. everything so mm. i write mm. um yeah i, I think that there could be some well i mean i don't know if this is legit or not but there could be some cheating if involved if you um are forced to wait at your trial like you know, you could bring up some kind of um, assault charge on a superstar and kick them out of the finals of footy or something like that. Like, I don't know if that could happen, but <laughs> that would be a serious <laughs> worry. Like, you need to be innocent until proven guilty. Like, you can't just, uh, you know, be sitting out for every investigation, especially with these boys. They're going to investigate for shit all the time. They're dodgy. Yeah, um, but
1: that's part of the problem. It should be <laughs> if, you get,
2: if you get found guilty, yeah, you should be kicked out, like, for good. Yeah. I think.
1: so you don't agree with the rugby league I guess doing the stand down if you're facing any kind of like serious allegation uh
2: maybe with violent ones yeah sure yeah uh, with drink driving maybe I guess because it's like really frowned upon but I mean I don't know what other crimes do they do it's not violent drink <laughs> 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 well, driving I I
0: disagree with you Phil I think I I actually prefer the NRL's policy and it may I mean I, I actually I, I Uh, reflecting my uh, Bogan upbringing um, I I actually probably prefer the rugby league I prefer watching the rugby league to the AFL so I don't know much about AFL but um, uh, (laughs) but I I know I know that uh, you know yeah the rugby league is just absolutely um, it has an absolutely terrible history with with, with this kind of thing and especially violence against women Um, I, I I agree that like in terms of the you know legal processes you should be innocent until proven guilty but I don't have a problem with the league take kind of doing the reverse onus in in that when it comes to suspensions, because for two reasons. One, I think there's just such a huge cultural problem that that's been it's been persistent for forever. Basically, that it's like you know they're just it's whatever they what anything they can do to try and minimize um, you know to, and discourage these kind of things from happening is is good. Um, and I think it's just the, it's, the problem is just so rife that it's like it actually just it, it, what might seem to be an overly harsh punishment. I think is justified. And then secondly, I think in so many cases, uh, in general, the, uh legal cases um, to do with sexual assault and physical assault and things like that, um, the, the the charges often get thrown out anyway because it's notoriously difficult to to prove in in, in a court. Oh. So um, I think the you know and it's like it's like a very like men's rights activist angle to say that like you know what? What about all the falsely accused men and stuff? Because I, I think, like statistically, <laughs> that is the extreme, extreme minority of cases. Definitely. So,
2: but in case of these superstars, <laughs> if you can just be like, "Oh, he'll miss the finals if we just report him for a drink driving or something,"
1: yeah, we're not talking really drink driving. We're more going like the sexual assault like yeah. angle. And yeah. I guess people aren't probably falsely. There's an incentive Huber. now,
2: <laughs> as Hubert said. Yeah, there's and an Huber incentive said. now for you know. This could have nothing to do with women. It could just be a bloke on the other team just report a sexual assault on him or something like that, you know? Uh, yeah,
0: that, okay, that is a risk, but I, I don't know. I'd I'd be surprised if that's actually played out yet. And if it does, it should be punished, but yeah. It's, good, it's a good point. It's a risk. It's,
1: anyway, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, you think, yeah. The, I think, yeah, <laughs> innocent till... Small, tiny, teeny tiny risk.
2: Yeah. Um, I think innocent till proven guilty is good, but also discretion, like if there's video footage, then just take action ban them um, yeah but
1: I think like he made a really good point and you know Mad Mad's our good friend from high school um who she, she worked at the DPP for a while um, and she just said her experience of the cases there was so many sexual assault cases just got not guilt like it, it, you know the evidence, evidence hard, it's hard yeah. it's usually his word against her word or whatever and um the amount of yeah, not guilty that were found, um, and she's like, it's horrifying, like, and it's, and I, yeah, I guess in that sense, then, can we rely on that innocent until proven guilty, and that's, like, the way we take that forward, because they might still be guilty.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you think in this day and age it'd be easy to collect evidence, like, just put a recording on your, press record on your phone, or something, I don't know.
1: But also, you know, you might be absolutely terrified, and not. I, know. I think no one knows how they're going to react when they're in that situation, and mm. um, yeah, you can't always rely on people to do that either.
2: Doing some some training, some little teaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah Press totally. Yeah.
1: Well, I think that is—it's actually such a good, and that's like, um, you know, being being a woman as I am in this room. Um, there is that kind of thing now. If anything happens, like put your phone on record, mm. like take a photo. Like it is definitely drilled into us more that that is yeah, something yeah. that. Um, yeah, I guess is, is good to do. But, yeah, I guess in those situations, like, yeah, there's a lot of fear and a lot of, like, you perhaps not thinking straight or clearly or logically, I guess. Yeah, for sure.
0: I've got another example that actually um, it's a bit of a uh, – also, it's not, it's not actually a, a – no No illegal activity took place, but I'd argue it was a very morally reprehensible act, act by some rugby league players recently, and this story triggered the hell out of me. So, um <laughs> Uh, sadly, I am a Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs supporter. Wow,
1: um, He's <laughs> 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 kept that quiet all these years. Phil?
0: I support them on the field, uh, <laughs> certainly not off the field. But anyway, um, so these uh, Meadheads went to Coffs Harbour, I believe, or it might have been Port Macquarie, um, one of the beautiful northern New South Wales coastal towns in the pre-season for this, this uh, rugby season. And uh, two of the... Um, Bulldogs players, uh, so they went to a like high school visit. So you know, yeah. sometimes athletes will go to schools and they'll yeah give some kind of motivational speech about staying school kids like be fit and healthy etc. And anyway, two of the there were two uh, high school girls that were at this visit who then like slid into the DMs of these Bulldogs players and then they ended up sleeping with them. Um, after, you know, uh, after the after the event, and the thing is, it's like you know. And this is just like so, so like I should say, the Bulldogs did stand them down for this, um, which which I applaud. But um, just the example, I just thought it was a perfect example of the culture because all of the media around this, um, well, at least all the comment sections in all of the media <laughs> I saw around this, were people saying, you know, these guys did nothing wrong. Mm. Like they were consenting adults. You know, they didn't because they were older than sixteen. You know, yeah. I, think, I think they were year eleven, maybe year twelve um you know uh so they didn't break the law so that you shouldn't be able to lose your job for something when you haven't broken the law but i think they're just you know like blind freddy can see how that's just so morally reprehensible for you know when when it might be legally uh you know wrong it's Um, the
1: power dynamic these footy players have like in our society they're pretty like revered i guess like i get no not so much by me, but I guess league and you know league and um, AFL is huge. Yeah, yeah and, and they're, they're role models, which yeah. I, that's
0: another reason why I think like they should be they should be held to a higher standard, and they should be they shouldn't be allowed to continue to play because then you get examples like like the article you brought up, where there's this guy who's being applauded as a hero, kicking goals or whatever, and meanwhile there's this thing that he's yeah. almost definitely done. Um,
1: and a victim watching it, which yeah. just makes me feel yeah, that triggered me.
2: Mm. Uh, I think they were probably stood down though, the bulldogs ones because they it's bat, like poor image for the bulldogs because it is isn't illegal, and that's what f- people do in power. You know, I, I understand yeah, if they're yeah. a teacher, if they're a teacher, that's like moral. Yeah. Well, it's illegal as well, but you know, it's yeah, morally yeah, wrong. But yeah. who are these people allowed to sleep with if not consenting adults?
1: And I guess it's not the first kind of people in power that have. I Um, guess exploited their position for sexual gain.
2: I think it's just more of a poor image thing to me, and it's not good Mm. for like the Bulldogs or for the rugby league to do that.
0: Can I say one more thing quickly to follow up on that story? So they they would I think they would um, just demoted to the like second division team, and then the Bulldogs have been performing terribly this season, like they have most recent seasons. And uh, (laughs) the coach recently got fired, and basically there's a rumor that the new coach is going to bring back those two guys because. People, you know people it's been it's been enough time people have forgotten about it so that just that suggests to me that they actually don't take it seriously there's a huge cultural problem and it is actually about like you said phil it's about the image and they reckon people have forgotten about it now so it's not a big deal
2: mm-hmm. well yeah i mean that's to be a set punishment like you miss a year or whatever it can't like yeah
1: I'm i know, just, but it does seem career. to happen like i guess with like andrew johns and maddie johns like yeah that's seem to do like um different like crimes or whatever and yeah. like they would just you know alternate which was in like the worst book she wouldn't be on the TV but then the other brother would kind of sub in and I think that kind of just shows like yeah like shit what kind of message yeah, is that yeah it's sending? cooked
2: and yeah all the like well, well that stuff was non-consenting too and oh like, that's so bad it's all the alcohol involved it's just fucked so I think yeah maybe they oh I guess this is like going beyond the law. Like, should the rugby league make rules? Like, okay, if you're gangbanging people, then you should miss out on three years or something like that. <laughs> or just Do they have go to, to, like, jail? make their well, own rugby league yeah. court? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe. Um, anyway, that's, yeah. But the other thing was uh, I was going to bring up about um, the hiccup that Goey had done. He missed a game because of a hiccup. hiccup. I think no matter what the crime was, they were going to be professional and bypass what it really was. It was drink driving. It's not just about the women's They're always going to gonna do that. Oh. They're not going to go, oh, he pulled a gun on someone and robbed them <laughs> on the weekend. He's a naughty boy. You I think know? it's
1: just like Bruce McEvaney saying that. I'm just like, Ugh,
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. Of
1: course you would acknowledge what's actually going on here, Bruce. You and
2: know? the worst part of all that, the diversity is fucking poor on those. Oh, it bad. Is everyone knows how bad it is. Uh, they're all just like ex players or white uh, men and the wayne carey <laughs> guy he is actually a <laughs> wife basher he he got done like a, a decade violence. or two ago yeah and now yeah. he's in he's smiling on the camera and yeah. he's such a nice timid man
1: yeah well shit i think we've uncovered that there's a lot what going wrong how would they let the him coast? in there oh
0: man I, I could talk all day like but he's a superstar yeah yeah, yeah. Well, and even like so on the div- diversity issue um It was a huge, huge deal uh, in the media when uh, Erin Molan became a member of the footy show. Mm. Uh, And to this day, like, again, I should spend less time in the, um, you know, swamp that is uh, Facebook and social (laughs) media comments. But like, yeah, to this day, like any anything that she's involved with, it's just um, just, you know, absolute minefield uh, of disgusting uh, comments from Mm. sexist comments. And you know, and that's uh, that's not even just in the comment sections. There's it's just you know classic trashy conservative media is the same. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, so yeah, she's had a really tough time.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
2: Anyway, all in all, uh, yeah. How
1: did I, how did I
2: go? Did yeah, you... good. Well, we'll give you a rating soon. I'm just gonna say oh, oh, on. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think yeah, <laughs> AFL should probably follow NRL uh, suit and give some bans and stuff. Um. But, like, in the case of D- Dugowie, yeah, I mean, yeah, he should probably just get a ban. But, I mean, how would the AFL and the NRL then have to go and, like, work out punishments and stuff for all this stuff?
1: Yeah. Well, what I kind of I touched on, it was um, one article that I read was kind of, like, the AFL being so silent on it has actually yeah. created this vacuum where people are feeling it, like, well, you know, because maybe is there a reason that he hasn't been banned? Or was it super minor? Like, you know, I just, mm. I think um, them staying quiet and maybe not being transparent on their reasons of why people, some people get banned and others don't also isn't helpful.
2: Um, I think it's whether or not they're a superstar to go. He is those two NRL blokes. I
1: was like, if you're like, I just, I was like, is it that he's a superstar that they're?
2: Prowling. Yeah. 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 (laughs) That's, that is triggering. I mean, yeah, it's just dumb. Like just ban him. There's plenty of other players that want to play and no, like everyone loves a rookie come through and like play sick and,
1: (laughs) Everyone bloody loves rookie. So <laughs> you know he's he's had his <laughs> <David> time to yeah. <laughs> to go he's had his
2: time to shine. You know now he's just going to be on the slow decline. <laughs> bring someone new in. Take a gamble. You know.
1: Gorgeous. Anyway,
2: whatever. For me, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm pretty triggered. I'll give it fucking. I'll give it an eight because we can't condone this shit. Although I'm not. Oh, actually we've got to bring up Cancel Culture. I'm not huge on the Cancel Culture, but. This like legit crimes, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Cancel that shit. <laughs> Cancel legit crimes. <laughs> Cancel legit crimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think we could all agree on that,
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I've said it all. I've said it all. It's just the long, long, sordid history uh, of terrible incidents and and just these these guys are just absolute morons. So anytime you see a story <laughs> like this, it just pisses me off. Um, so yeah, I'd, solid solid eight and a half for me on the trigger scale. Nice. How about yourself, Ellie? You gotta give yourself a like
1: rating. Yeah. Well, I was like super triggered when I. I might get. I might go a nine.
2: It if is I, out. You know, it's out of ten.
1: So like ten. So I just, <laughs> I'm gonna go nine. Like, come on! Okay. It's my first time on here. I want to. want to come back. You gotta walk. I need to go. <laughs> There's gotta be somewhere to go. Here. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go nine. Um, right yeah. Well,
2: by the way, I will also add before we move on uh, that Collingwood's not going to have a team anymore if we just keep banning all their <laughs> players because they're all up for crimes. Well,
1: like, hello, Eddie Maguire's the bloody... Isn't he do is a, wrong? still, like, the ringlet? Isn't he what? just a piece of a criminal? Well, no, but, I mean, like, his attitudes towards... It's a whole different, probably, podcast, but, yeah, mm. his attitudes toward towards women and mm. a lot of Actually, other minority groups are uh, does... not... Not great. It does ring a bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancel yeah. him. Cancel. Cancel, Cancel Maguire. <laughs> Trigger me timbers, i I'll torture you, my friend. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me timbers, yeah. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me
2: timbers. <clears throat> I got something for you today. <laughs> oh, boy. Not really. It's pretty short to discuss. Um... The title is, well, this one, oh, I didn't get the title of the original article, but this one's like a, um, a review of the original article from the Guardian. Meta. <laughs> I'll read a bit of both. But this one, <laughs> this review is, Why is why is cosmetic surgery on the rise? Because of hours staring at ourselves on Zoom.
1: <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I love this.
2: So this, this, um, review of it this is like lady's opinion her name's badisha uh oh i don't have a last name what the heck maybe that's her last name uh she's a journalist so she <laughs> all right we'll start with the original article the original article was saying was uh in Brit- british um some british magazine i think it was like the sunday times or some shit and uh it was saying that um Next time you're in the office, do not be surprised if one of your colleagues looks a little different. Cosmetic surgery clinics are reporting a surge in people having procedures after months of scrutinizing their appearance on video conference apps such as Zoom. Some are opting for tweaks such as lifts, to restore a more youthful appearance. Others are choosing mummy makeovers which involves a breast lift, tummy tuck and liposuction costing up to £20,000. So what's that, like Fifty grand or something, Forty grand? Uh, Gerard Lamb is a cosmetic and plastic surgeon they didn't put doctor in front of that I noticed yeah. <laughs> just Gerard <laughs> no, no. Mr Gerard <laughs> G,
1: they call him G uh,
2: a cosmetic and plastic surgeon and spokesman for the British Association of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons um, he ref- he runs Reflex Clinics in London and Manchester and said he has seen a five-fold increase in bookings and it's now known as the Zoom Factor with people using cameras more than ever. So there's a fivefold increase in bookings due to the zoom factor in, in our cosmetic This is surgery. so great. So.
1: <laughs> Thank you for bringing this, Bill. I'm uh, so happy. This is
2: so good. Um, so basically, yeah, this lady is like saying, oh, there's a few snippets here. So we're peering down into the camera and uh, we look like a cat peering into a food bowl. <laughs> Like at Zoom, like when you're looking up at the Zoom group, there's all these people just peering down at it, like it's a food bowl, and um, the enormous teeth, the one cheeks, one cheeks, one cheeks, the lashless eyes, the bulbous chins and domed probing noses, the slumped shoulders, low boobs and fleshy arms. (laughs) Uh, This is all like. I didn't even know these things existed so now I'm going to have an eye for them you're training me to look out for beauty yeah. things in women I wish I didn't read this this is actually an this is ad like, film. this is anti you've <laughs> actually
1: found yourself an ad this is
2: anti-education see if I didn't <laughs> know about this yeah. shit <laughs> yeah, this
1: Gerard's fu- <laughs> yeah this fucking work
2: but if I didn't know about this shit I wouldn't even I would never have noticed any of this stuff like one cheek luscious eyes like what the fuck yeah it's anyway.
1: hectic
2: I think women just know- oh, no, I'm not going to be that's sexist but <laughs> I don't notice any of this shit that's all I'm saying uh maybe I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> no comment. The, I'm going to wait until <laughs> my turn. The, um, last bit here that cracks me up is that she's just like, instead of struggling to maintain traditional beauty standards, sharp brain structures, full lips, big eyes, clear brows, radiant skin, we should simply shave off any protuberances before evil fisheye lens of the camera can pick them up. Yep, cut off the ears, ply out the teeth, lop off the noses and smooth it all over. We should reshape ourselves into featureless sh- spheres like snooker balls. <laughs> she's just angry. She just goes on yeah, a big yeah, rant yeah, about gone, just like, yeah, get all it that. off, let's yeah. look featureless because she just thinks that all they are, well, doesn't think, sorry, it's true, that all the different features you have totally. aren't blemishes, they're just different features make you look, new, yeah. look unique. There's no real way you want to look it's just stupid so what do you think do you think it's people have a problem with the way well, they look they don't love themselves enough or I, well, I will just, just say get cosmetic as,
1: as a worker from home at the moment I guess we've all kind of been working from home I do find myself just staring at my little video in the call. <laughs> it's, it's uh,
2: known as the zoom effect <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, like, and it's actually funny because I said to my team like, I was in this meeting the other day and I was like Oh, yeah, but we all just look at ourselves and everyone else looked really blank, like they didn't actually just all look at it. So maybe that's just me. But I do find there is like a certain... Um you are staring at your um, your own face for a lot of the day now, working from home. So you know why
2: aren't you looking at the people talking? Yeah, why are you staring that, yourself no, in I the I know the corner, it's narcissistic,
1: and I'm not I'm not proud of myself, but I just do kind of end up kind of like I've got a fringe, so I'm constantly beaming <laughs> 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 see my fringe. But um, I, I definitely can um, I guess relate to the fact that uh, I've been looking at myself perhaps more. Um, during meetings, and I normally would. But has that um, prompted me to um, go and get plastic surgery? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no. As you can see, fellas, there's no. been a few changes. No, there absolutely has not been any change. In fact, I feel like my appearance has been um, perhaps more, um, you know, I've been taking less care of my appearance since working from home. But, um, yeah, I don't know what your guys' experiences have been.
2: I know my own face less than anyone. I never look at it. I what brush my teeth. So I'm not, looking at my teeth.
1: So not in Zoom meetings. You're not looking at yourself.
2: I check I don't have my mouth open. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Yeah.
0: No, I I'm, I agree with you Early, I, I find it really distracting having my own, my own face there and, like, I yeah I don't I don't like looking at my own face I don't want to no. see it, but it's just it's, your Sometimes, eyes are naturally drawn to it. I
1: actually it. find myself pouting and I'm like what am I doing? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in a meeting about policy but you know I, I'm pouting at the same time. I don't know if that's is that wrong. Just
2: you duck facing.
1: <laughs> duck facing. Wow. Literally duck facing but not you know naturally.
0: Something I heard. <laughs> not
1: <naturally. laughs> that's not a good thing to claim. <laughs>
0: So, something I heard that, that I think uh, you guys will love is that apparently there are like basically apps or kind of add-ins you can download that are uh, effectively like Instagram or Snapchat filters that basically they do the plastic surgery job, but without the no. surgery. On Zoom. And it's for Zoom. It's for people who are self-conscious.
2: Yeah, it's it's like Homer's makeup shotgun <laughs> on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah so like this is a real thing and the, the five-fold increase that that's that's huge that, that was very unexpected um yeah i wonder if part of it is just people are bored and they're just spending their money on stupid shit because they can't leave the house and they you know
2: well that's sweet job keeper stimulus yeah. <laughs> i
1: know that's yeah. kind of good well i don't know i've been watching i think i'm revealing too much about myself but a bit of bachelor in paradise oh, yeah, I and know. i there I said I think cosmetic surgery is on the rise. I feel like it's the new thing to do. Is that?
0: And and the the guys on that sh- like I, I also must admit I'm, I've dabbled <laughs> here and there in, yes, in that you did. Show. Love um, that. Not above it, but
1: Love that about you.
0: The uh what I've noticed from that show is that um for some reason the the guys that are considered most attractive all have Hideous, colorful tattoos that covers mm. cover their entire body. Uh, yeah. There
1: is a certain aesthetic going on on those shows, which you know I'm not about it myself, but I'm been I watch it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe we're all boomers here. <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe we're out of touch, but uh, anyway. But no, like yeah, the plastic surgery thing, yeah, triggers <laughs> triggers me completely. Plastic it's surgery totally in triggered. general just triggers me because I mean, I yeah. think like. <clears throat> like if, if you have a really, really, you know, severe problem or even I wouldn't even want to use the word problem But if you have something that really bothers you About your appearance, yeah. appearance that stands out And causes you so much grief And you'll actually genuinely be happier From getting it, uh, you know, amended in some way Then All Power you. that's fantastic but, but I feel like the vast, vast majority of people Get plastic surgery for superficial reasons and and they do they you know do so and the worst thing is that the vast vast majority of people look worse in my opinion after the plastic surgery i've seen very i can't even think of one example of a person who i've seen who's had plastic surgery who i think looks better after the plastic surgery i hate the fake the fake I've been
1: I've been thinking about that because i think it's actually a look now like i think the being mm. super fake because like it's so fake it's like yes, you yes. know you watch married at mm. first sight you watch um, Bachelor in Paradise not that I w- I don't watch you know you flick past them mm. on your way to bloody the 7.30 report um, but you do you do um, see that there is like this certain look that it's like you know these the girls aren't old they're like younger than me yeah,
2: bizarre. you know
1: they're like 22, 23 and it's I think it's a look that being that you know the big lips and like mm. the the skin and the hair and the boobs and um, I think it's kind of in fashion dare I say it but
2: it's just they just look stupid to me and like it just seems like they lack self esteem or self respect I don't know I mean I can get like getting yeah getting some fixed up or whatever if you I don't know if it really bothers you and if you just spend 20 grand or whatever and then you don't have to worry all of a sudden your self esteem is better I don't know but wouldn't it be better off if you just do a little bit of mindfulness a little bit of a little bit of I, spiritual like, thinking, self-reflecting, agree. love yourself.
1: Completely you
2: know? agree. Uh, or, in in my opinion, I think a lot of guys' opinion, you're better off spending like just exercising and like if you're fit, no one fucking cares. Or honestly. it's
1: it's actually you, you know you don't even need to exercise, you just love yourself Yeah,
2: anyone. yeah, but I mean, if you, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> that you that if you want um, like someone's <laughs> attention for your beauty or whatever, if you're focused on beauty I and you're like have, this <laughs> If you're focused on beauty and you uh, you know you're shallow and all that sort of stuff then fitness is the best thing for that like all the other stuff is just stupid.
0: Yeah, I agree, but I think it's safe to say that we all we all think that inner beauty is what's most yeah,
1: important. Yeah, I think just be true to yourself is what I try to live by. I don't know about you guys.
2: I try and be true to other people.
1: Oh, that's where you're what, getting it wrong. I don't know
2: what either of those things mean. <laughs> what does Ben mean? I
0: mean, Phil Phil can't relate as a, you know, six foot three Adonis. Four. Uh, sorry, four. didn't mean to sell you short there. Um, he, may, he may find it hard to relate to the common man who is self-conscious at times about their appearance.
1: The Hubert and eyes of the world.
2: I'm self-conscious about my upper body strength, but you know what happens? Nothing. Nothing. We're not cavemen anymore. We don't need to lift kangaroos back to the cave. We just fucking... I just use my brains. I just use a keyboard. I just need fingers. That's it. If I lose my fingers, I really then I'll ha- get I really
1: hate my chin, actually. Yeah, I hate it too. <laughs> my, my brother. Yeah, I didn't want to say anything. My any brother <laughs> called me protruding chin for like 10 years. So I've that's got, fucked, I've got a few a, hang ups on That's just
2: a bullying problem.
1: And then, like, when I would go into a room, he'd be like, PC, PC. Like, <laughs> the, yeah, anyway. He's that's, a jerk. That, that's, that's the gong for you. But, but
0: like, like, that's a perfect example, Ellie, because, like, You know, we've we've known you since high school and I have it has literally never occurred (laughs) to me that like, oh, Ellie's chin stands (laughs) out. Like that would has never that thought has never passed my mind. And I think that's the example that like I'm sure that's the case for almost everybody, that people get so obsessed with their own appearance and other people have no yeah, would never notice or pay any attention to that specific thing that they're, you know, self conscious about.
1: Yeah, totally. thank you. Thanks, you. that means yeah. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Cancel <I'll>... the chin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not... Did you?
0: I do not want you to make an appointment with Gerald anytime <laughs> yeah. soon. I'll be very upset if you I'm do I'm not
1: going out. to G. If yeah. I'm going to anyone, it's not bloody G. <laughs> Give me the hot tip on that.
2: <laughs> now for our first sponsor, Tummy Tucks Canberra.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Coramal Circumcision, you flop them, we chop them.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he did. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Well, what do you got out of 10? I mean, what even triggers you about this? That so many people are getting cosmetic surgery or just that uh, people feel the need for it? Or is all it even the, a problem? All the zooms. Is it even a problem? Or is it the expense of it that people waste their money on it? What, what triggers you about it?
1: Mm. Well, I guess in, in terms of this article, it's more about like the fact that people, when they're going about their like work... Are feeling more like pressure to change their appearance, so um, so it's kind of like an interesting like COVID working from home like yeah, it kind of falls into that category for me. So I guess that's why I find it a little bit triggering, and I guess it's getting used to that new normal that we're hearing so much about. So do I? Do I give my rating? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go a seven. Thank you.
0: Solid, solid, solid. Is that good? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was fascinating um, and I hate it I hate I hate it so much that uh, I, th- I think it's fascinating that it's it, yeah it's zoom that has inspired yeah. this but I just uh, yeah I am just so against uh, plastic surgery in 99% of cases uh, the thought to me that you can be a really nice looking person and you can still be that self-conscious that you can be that self-conscious and um, you know hate yourself and you can waste all that money to then look worse. Mm. I, yeah, it's just, I hate it so much. So I, that's, that's, a, that's definitely a nine for me. He's on the a trigger scale.
2: Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I'm super triggered just that people would waste their money on it mostly. And that, yeah, all those things you said, I'm going to give myself a freaking nine. Yes. I'm angry. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that like I mean think about this logically if you're staring at yourself on Zoom that means everyone else is staring at their self therefore no one's <laughs> looking at you don't I think, do any I, think about that, I
1: actually think about that all the time because I've seen people like primp their hair and like fix their. you've <laughs> yeah. seen
2: it yeah I'm just look look at it. their eyes if they're looking down and right they're looking at
1: themselves <laughs> everyone's doing bloody duck lips I'm telling you we need
0: to turn off the self-facing <laughs> yeah, camera
1: we actually can just do that you can do that <laughs> yeah. yeah there's actually a really simple solution to this problem <laughs> Fuck you, Gerald. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, G. Trigger me tin. I'll torture you, my friend. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me timbers, yeah. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me timbers.
0: Alright, fam, you're ready for the third and final article.
1: I'm so excited. I'm actually getting a bit of a hangover. Sitting <laughs> like in, but yes, I'm ready. Off we go.
0: Awesome. So I I I yeah, I thought I put a bit of thought into this because I was thinking, you know, um, Because we've got Ellie on the podcast It'd be great We're all Wollongong based people Mm -hmm. I I thought it'd be great to get a local Wollongong story So I went to the Illawarra Mercury Love Um,
1: the Illawarra
0: Mercury Also known as the Illawarra Mockery (laughs) Because of how low the journalistic standards
2: are
1: I heard that. I think oh, Hubert just made that up. To be honest.
2: Speaking of new words, today I heard for the NBN people calling it fraud band.
1: <laughs> I love that. That's, Are people actually doing that though?
2: Yeah, that's a brilliant portmanteau. Um, portmanteau. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Um Anyway. Uh, I I soon discovered that that wasn't going to work because most stories in the Laura Mercury are just taken from local court cases that revolve around, you know, Darren stealing Shaz's ute and, you know, so-and-so breaking into so-and-so's house. So there was nothing really, nothing... uh, It was all triggering, but nothing interesting. So anyway, I I, uh, I also then... I stumbled across an article um, that said... uh, uh, The the title was... um, Natural wine—is it dead? And I—I the.
1: Oh, Hubert!
0: But I didn't go for that one either because. Oh, you didn't! The, the substance of the article wasn't that interesting just to a wide audience. Just for
1: context, I've um, recently introduced the boys um, to natural wines. <laughs> They're all natural. It's they, great. They <laughs> still don't quite get it, but, you know, slowly but surely we're getting there, aren't we? So that's that was a beautiful little personal touch there, Hubert. Thank I'm, you. I'm a
0: convert. I'm a convert. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, none of those articles really did the natty trick. Natty wines, Natty. Yeah, yeah <laughs> love a Natty. Um, but, but this one, I think, like... I'm expecting high ratings across the board here. So, um, Ellie, I think it's safe to say you, you'd describe yourself as a feminist.
1: Absolutely, 100%. Yep. Phil, would you? Yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: good. All right. Just, just making, sure, <laughs> bit. making sure we're all friends here. Of course I am. Yep, very much so. Um, this article is titled Trad Wives, The New Trend for Submissive Women.
1: Ooh. Trad, T-R-A-D?
0: That's it. Okay. All right, so basically there's this new trend that's emerged on social media, hashtag trad wife. Wow. I, I look
1: I, Oh yeah. Go on. I <laughs> no, no, don't even I'm know treating. what it is yet. I'm doing But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: wait,
2: there's less. <laughs>
0: so Wikipedia tells me that a trad wife, short for traditional wife, is a woman who prefers to take a traditional submissive role in marriage. Some may have chosen to leave careers uh, or public life to instead focus on their families and raising children. They tend to agree with statements such as, a woman's place is in the home. Wow. Anyway, so this this trad, tradwife, hashtag tradwife, has been blowing up on social media in recent days. Wow. And the leaders of this movement uh, have appeared, you know, been getting interviewed across all, all different pipes. Um and this article re- refers to basically one of the leaders of this movement um, called Alina Kate Pettit. So, she's a lovely British lady um, who yeah, calls herself a trad wife. She, So, this article goes to say, um, you know, In between showing TV crews how she lovingly irons her husband's shirt and goes shopping for onions, Pettit runs something called the Darling Academy which is a newsletter and YouTube channel that celebrates British etiquette and traditional marriage. So um, Pettit talks about how she wants to harness the best of what made Britain great mm. during the time when when you knew that you could leave your front door open and know that you were safe. So basically, yeah, the idea is it's, it's all about kind of reverting to the 1950s style of, um, or I guess the romanticised 1950s style of uh, marriage where um, the woman is submissive to the man. Uh, the woman's sole purpose in life is to, or primary purpose is to, look after her husband. Um, so anyway, uh, this article goes through a few interesting angles on this. So um, some trad wives, uh, they they supposedly claim that they are actually the true feminists um, because they're choosing not to work. Um, whether or not they're still the true feminists, uh, you know, it becomes a bit more cloudy when you hear things like uh, "husbands always must always come first if you want a happy marriage," as oh, Pettit, Pettit tweeted. Oh god! Um, so that kind of statement might be a bit more up Trian. for debate. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, before I get your views on this, uh, I'll also point out something that I was a bit unexpected, but, um, or maybe not unexpected in some ways, but another factor that made it super triggering. Um, so rather awkwardly for these British trad wives, it turns out that the uh, basically yeah this movement is very much um, supported and and promoted by the alt right in America. Mm. So um, it's very popular among white supremacist groups um, who apparently are extremely down with the message that you know white women should submit to their husbands and produce beautiful white babies as quickly as possible and as many as possible. Um, that's basically the the synopsis. So. Keen to hear your initial thoughts. Um, I've got a lot of them, but uh, <laughs> happy to happy to hear what you guys what your first reactions are to that.
2: Ellie, you go first with your ten.
1: Well, yeah. I don't wow. want the well Well, <laughs> um, yeah. certainly it's um incredibly. True. It's really interesting because actually when I was looking at um, what I would take to trigger you guys, I looked at um, that Lana Del Rey controversy. I don't What's know that? if you saw. No? So basically, um, it's kind of like, I don't know, that is like a tie-in, I guess, but um, basically she just made an Instagram post which was kind of like, uh, you know, why is it okay for um, Beyonce and um, Nicki Minaj and Doja Cat to, you know, be half-naked and talk about fucking men? when I constantly get criticized for glamorizing um, violence and I guess part of Lana Del Rey is this kind of sub-identity um, And she um, and so and she copped like a lot of criticism for this You know also because she's called out a lot of women of color um, who probably overcame um a lot of um perhaps more barriers than Lana Del Rey um to kind of become successful um and have faced a whole whole other kind of challenges and things like that um but it's this kind of idea of um Lana Del Rey's the criticism she received is kind of like this toxic white feminism uh vibe that comes through whereas like what kind of is this really um benefiting or furthering uh the feminist cause Um, But then I guess on the flip side, um, who are we to tear down another woman as in Lana Del Rey? And, you know, she copped a lot of criticism from this. Um, But then, uh, yeah, there was a kind of, I guess, a backlash against that that saying, you know, she should also be able to have a voice and, you know, all women are different and we should all kind of, um, I guess, be able to express ourselves in the way we want to, whether that's being submissive or aggressive or um, sexual or not sexual or whatever. Um, So I find... When for me myself I find uh, to be honest, I just find it triggering and damaging and I do think it's toxic white feminism that kind of article. Like if I'm just being my total self. Um, but you know, you can see the arguments against it. You know, it's that kind of thing with like second wave feminism, third wave feminism, you know, now we're at this point where like it's great, um, women can dress how they want, we could be, you know, in our bikinis on Instagram and that's great and um we're empowered and you know we whatever we can do whatever we want but it is that kind of thing where it's like is this furthering the cause or is this kind of like i think um contributing to the the over the, the overarching capitalist cause of making women again focus on how they look and um spend more money on um products that make them more beautiful um oh, inverted commas there um, so, yeah, I think it's kind of uh, – there's always, there's always so much going on in terms of, like, conflicts within feminism. It's super hard to argue. Like, you know, there's, every, there's always arguments, I guess, um, that are different. But um, I guess for me personally, I find it really triggering. And for me, it is a bit toxic white feminism and um, I don't think it furthers uh, the feminist cause. So uh, you think that they
2: shouldn't be choosing – they get the choice, right? The whole point is that you get the choice. As long as everyone has a choice, then great. That is feminism's like it's moving forward. But then the problem is that they're choosing the wrong thing.
1: Oh <laughs> well, no! But that and that's what I'm like touching on, I guess. But if the yeah. right thing is making your husband happy, like is that equality?
2: There's also a saying the other way around: "Happy wife, happy life." Maybe it's it's, it's happy. I haven't
1: heard that since I left the gong four years ago. Good to get that. I'm just
2: saying that it's a two way (laughs) thing that you keep your partner happy to, you know, yeah, either way. But I think if they didn't uh, maybe brand it as traditional wife, it might be a bit better. Like, just, uh, oh, I want to stay at home and not have a career sort of thing. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah, people, once, if they get the choice, if they're like, hey, you get to choose, you can go and have a career or you can you know, do whatever you want, what do you want to do? And they're like, I want to do the traditional thing where I stay home and do nothing and hate myself.
1: Or, like, Uh, Lana Del Rey wants to glamorise abuse and, like, who are we to say that she shouldn't be able to do that, like... It is. It's a really tricky topic, but it's, as
2: long as they have the freedom to choose, then it's all good. But yeah, if they're choosing the wrong thing, I don't but know. They what, why? Are they, they shouldn't they, choose. But no
1: things. one's like you know what is free choice, and why are we making these decisions? And mm. I think there's bigger overarching like cosmetic surgery patriarchal structures out there that are mm. um, definitely leading these it, women in a yeah. certain direction. You're not forced
2: <laughs> to do anything, but people still feel influenced to go and get cosmetic surgery yeah, or totally. to do a traditional. And uh, that's what I yeah. th- 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 think that's how they'll get respect and loved. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Some of these people have choices, but at the same time, this is my, what the point I was going to bring up. Beside, like, as long as they have the choice, you know, whatever. Um, is that traditional? Traditionally, there was a shitload of work to do. There was no washing machines. <laughs> now, now, no. Honestly, like the practicality of a stay. Like you don't have much. So you're to do. saying
1: the trap? What is it, Chad? Trad- Trad, wife. trad wives actually don't have. It's a, it's a
2: farce. Well, it's it's outdated now because you stay at home and trawlers are like heaps quicker to do. Like what would take you know thirty hours, fifty hours a week to do, like all the cleaning, washing well, up, looking after ten kids. Well, totally. Now there's like, only two, and you have a washing machine, and you have like food delivered to your door.
1: Well, that's the whole argument about the beauty myth, which is kind of like before it was all about domesticity and this, you know, trad wife, and you know, but cooking and cleaning and doing the washing and it all took forever um but then the 50s came along and we all got appliances and everything was super quick Mm, so they needed to find something else to make um women feel insecure um and buy more products so rather than, um, so then they decided to make it about beauty. So then all we really?
2: moved on beauty and makeup. They moved on from the family. family. What are they moving yeah. on to next? So it was about the family then about the self? Now what? I think it's St- kind of still maybe self. about
1: the self. Yeah, I Tick don't know top, if it's re- yeah. <laughs> <Tick-top>. Oh, <there's... laughs> straight up dollars. Oh, yeah.
2: now, it's, now it's all about the ass, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I, yeah, I agree, I think it's changed, but I guess it's, um, for me, there's always been this ideal woman and even though it's shifted and how it looks, Throughout time, there's always this kind of ideal that women are supposed to aim towards, and that we have to keep buying things to get towards. Mm, It's a conspiracy. I think. uh, Depressing, really.
0: You guys touched on a lot of what I, a lot of my thoughts. So I think, yeah, the fact that, like you said, Phil, feminism is about choice, and you know, it's like you know, who, who, who's the wrong thing? Well, yeah, that's right. On one level, who we to criticize, Mm. but then it's also like. I would argue then that um, this trad wives thing still fails the test because, it like at its core, it's actually it's about women submitting to men. So if it was if it was equal, there sh- it should be trad spouse. Yes. it should be men should have the option to get involved in this movement as well. It should be you know if that's just your personal preference to be submissive and and to please your partner, then that that's cool. But the fact that it's only women doing it, I think that that um, is part of the problem.
2: I'm doing it. That's exactly what I'm doing. I'm doing fire, retire 35, 40, and just look after kids and shit. Are
1: you still doing that? I yeah. Like, Hell
2: yeah I'm, that. yeah, I'm going to do that.
1: I'm on trajectory. <laughs> I thought he'd gotten over that, that money no? oh. hit that
2: sweet, Hit that sweet fire date at 40. Look after yeah. the kids. Greta can be the boss girl and boss woman at that stage yeah. that uh, makes all the money for You'll be trad husband. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful.
0: Um, so that's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. If if, it, if that was if people like Phil were accepted in the movement, I'd be less less upset about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I also think another thing that really um yeah I found problematic with this article was that so this this person um uh, Elena Pettit she she talks about how great it is that she's quit work. But at the end of the day she's a very successful entrepreneur because she's the face of this movement oh, yeah. she has like 20,000 followers on Instagram she's like you know for, for sure getting paid to do these interviews to sell products through Insta and all this shit so she, she's a she's a um, you know an all power to her she's, a, she's an entrepreneur she's right?
1: an op- entrepreneur and she's wife. yeah
0: and she's killing it but like she, it's just so hypocritical of her to yeah, say totally. that she's killing it because she's you know followed her dream to quit work or whatever. she's she's working her ass off yeah
1: but um, I know yeah. when everyone else quits they're like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like nothing it's, to do
0: yeah. The, yeah the only other point I had was um, I hate I hate the uh, uh, hearkening back to the good old days Ugh. Because I think it, it has so, there's so many things wrong with that. But like, you know, for stars, it's like, you know, oh, how good would life be if we were back in the fifties? Like, no, life was terrible <laughs> in the fifties. Life was terrible for women in the fifties, you know? Yeah. So like having this like glorified, idealized version of the past is just wrong. Um, mm. And also it's kind of like, a, you know, the, 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 the journalist actually says, you know, invariably when people talk about, the good old days they invoke their own childhood uh when people when they were unaware of the pressures and anxieties of adulthood so it's always yeah. people always look back on their childhood as being the good old days yeah. when actually you know their parents probably didn't felt the same way we feel now well i time.
1: think about the good old days at bloody smithill high school i don't know about you guys
2: yeah the gone good old days you just go to the beach you go home there would be food there it was
1: sick you had your longboard you skated around skated everywhere skated yeah. every girl in school if i remember <laughs> rightly
2: yeah, all all that would accept me for who I am. Totally. And less. Um, but another thing as well about the history going back in the day or back in the day or whatever, it's always evolving. There's never, ever been a set history, traditional. It's always been different. Every decade's been so different.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, like in, yeah, kind of when I touched on before, there's no, every woman has been different. The archetypal woman or the idol woman has been different as well throughout all those decades mm. as well.
2: Yep, generation to generation changes. either yeah. like they reject their parents' values and do their own. And you know, there's just no tradition. It's even weddings were only invented in
1: 1840. Fuck. That was last week's podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> tune <to> episode 16 <laughs> if you're interested. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> we, after
0: we get the this, you know, influx of new fans thanks to Ellie. Yeah, I've,
1: I've told the the boys I'm going to be- promote this Gong promo party gal as I am, um, and it, I'll be I'll be promoting it. Don't worry about that sudden new followers coming your way man i can't
0: can't wait for it to (laughs) spike from two to three
1: (laughs) and then it'll be my mom yeah that includes (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: just kidding listeners we uh, really appreciate your support uh and we are getting some good feedback lately but um anyway don't forget to follow the at timbers podcast on twitter let us know what you think but anyway what do you guys think about this article hit me with your ratings how triggered did i get you
1: should I go first? I'm thinking. To be honest, I think you know me well, and that is a ten out of ten for me. So, I've got nine and ten, so I'm like done. Is this my time here done? Wow. See you later. Never, never get it back on. I
2: can't believe you got another ten. I'm, he's beating me. I'm sick of this. I
1: want to roll, baby. I want to roll. <laughs> it's good. It's good. He he knows me.
2: Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. All right. Uh, any more on the ten?
1: What, just to, particularly, yeah. Uh, I just think the whole thing, I think it's a it's an issue, it comes up a lot. And I think, the issue
2: of the people choosing the wrong thing?
1: Uh, not choosing the wrong thing, but I guess subscribing to certain patriarchal constructs. and um,
2: So they're not free until...
1: No, we, none of us are free. We're all const- socially constructed and living in our little bubbles. But um, yeah, so I think um, for me, it's not beneficial. It's not kind of furthering the cause and... Um, yeah, I'd say it's a little bit toxic towards the cause, in fact. So that's my yeah. 10.
2: I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That does trigger me a lot. There's nothing like less just appealing than not really having a life like just staying home. Mm. How would you even respect yourself or your partner <laughs> As if they we just all stay work at from home? home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, what i mean. finding
1: that difficult but, every but day like- now. <laughs> but, I mean
2: all you claim is like oh yeah I put a load of washing on today that was my career that's just ridiculous
1: ridiculous yeah. well, I but guess if no, they're pursuing little hobbies
2: they're like selling things online maybe from home. Know. you know
1: there is obviously domestic labour is also incredibly
2: important yeah, maybe overseas yeah where the childcare is not uh, reachable but here it is right we've got all the subsidies and stuff I don't know anyway but it just seems bizarre to me if you can't afford the childcare then maybe yeah makes sense sure uh, anyway so for me yeah eight and a half We'll never have equality while people choose to do this.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. couldn't have said it better myself. I'm a feminist. I believe in equality. This is counter to that in the extreme. hate it. Nine out of ten for me as well. Yeah, nice. Gorgeous. All right, well, uh, thanks so much for joining us, Ellie. Hope you had a good time.
1: I've had the best time. Thank you so much for having me. And I really want to get back. I don't know if you guys have picked up on that, but I really want to get back on here as a regular so oh, hopefully yeah. So obviously everyone listen, tell your friends, download, etc well, Yeah,
0: we'll see what the reception's like. Uh, <laughs> and we'll get back to you on that <laughs> one. No, L, you've been you've been a
2: pleasure.
1: Awesome, thank you.
2: Yeah, cheers legend.
1: Cheers legends.
2: Alright, off to dessert. Goodbye, Australia.
1: Australia.
2: Trigger me tin. I'll torture you,
1: my friend. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me timbers, yeah. Trigger me timbers. Trigger me timbers. Trig me timbers.